Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 12, verses 49 through 53. This is a very important text, and in some ways I take this text and this devotion more seriously than some of the other devotions I do, and let me tell you why. Because what Jesus says here is so underreported in the scope of Christianity today, and maybe it's been underreported in the scope of Christianity from the very beginning, to the point where there are a lot of Christian people who aren't familiar with their Bibles who would be shocked to find out what Jesus is going to say in this text. And because that's the case, in order to compensate for all the times that this has not been told, compared to all the favorable, more feel-good things Jesus says, I think it's important to dwell on this text deeply, to let it soak into our hearts, because we just don't hear stuff like this very often. But we should, because it's part of God's Word. So let's dive in. Verse 49, Jesus says, I came to cast fire on the earth, and would that it were already kindled. Okay, so let's just start right there. How many sermons have you heard on that verse? How many of your friends who consider themselves Christians know or would be comfortable with the fact that Jesus just said that? What's he talking about? He came to cast fire on the earth. Well, we're just coming off the passage where he talked about the master dealing with his manager who doesn't do his will while he's gone. And in that passage, immediately before this, there's a reference to judgment and punishment. You could say hell. And so he continues with this idea of judgment. I came here to cast fire on the the earth. Eventually judgment is coming. Not only that, but I wish it were already kindled. So Jesus is eager to cast fire on the earth. One of my favorite preachers, Vodi Bakum, was once asked why the God of the Old Testament seems so much meaner and more judgmental than the God of the New Testament who's full of grace and love. Vodi Bakum said anybody who thinks that's true hasn't read all the way to the end of the New Testament. Because when you see Christ return and when you see the final judgment go down based on God's revelation to John, you're talking about a holy and a righteous God who is going to carry out judgment against people who are not covered by the blood of Christ, who are not forgiven, who are not clothed in the righteousness that only comes by faith in the risen Christ. And not only that, but Jesus says, I wish that it were already kindled. I wish that it were already happening. What's he talking about? You got to remember that Jesus saw the whole scope of eternity at once. And it wasn't just his agony when he prayed in Gethsemane. It wasn't just his agony on the cross that stirred in him this sense of let's get this over with that led to him saying right before he died, it is finished, kind of in relief, it's over. But this is the perfect Son of God. This is the second member of the Trinity living in this dirty, stained, fallen, broken, evil world with these dirty, stained, fallen, evil people. And in a sense, each day was agony for him. And here he's expressing this idea, I wish this was already over. One article I read on this passage referenced somebody who is dying, laying in a bed, hanging on, heavy breathing that can go on for hours or days and at some point the family around them is just, Lord, let it be over. Please take them. Maybe that's the sense in which Jesus is saying he wishes that this fire being cast on earth were already kindled. Let's get it over with. Let's wrap this up. He continues, I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how great is my distress until it is accomplished. Sometimes baptism is used as a metaphor for Jesus' death, this total immersion, this being engulfed by floodwaters. This comes out in Jonah chapter 2 when Jonah is overboard and he writes the poem. This is kind of a foreshadowing of what Jesus is going to experience. 
Jesus continues, You think that I have come to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For from now on, in one house, there will be five divided, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son, and son against father. Mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. Mother Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. So not only has Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth, but now he has said, I haven't come to bring peace, I've come to bring division. This portion of the text can be found also in Matthew chapter 10 verses 34 through 37. I talk more about that in episode 498. But again, this is very shocking. How many people would believe that Jesus said this? We are led to believe by many ministry leaders, preachers, Christian authors, speakers, that Jesus came to bring peace between people at all costs. And it's simply not true. Yes, we should be at peace with others as far as it is possible. But the fact is, the message of Jesus Christ is going to divide people. And if you haven't seen evidence of that in our culture today, you're not paying attention. Just try to make a social media post that articulates that people only go to heaven who have faith in Jesus Christ. That is what the gospel says clearly in scripture, and it is exceedingly unpopular today. Stand up in the public square and suggest that according to God's word, there are two genders, male and female. See what happens. The message of the gospel and the truth of God's word naturally brings division, and that division is seen even in families. Fathers against sons, mothers against daughters. The term peace and the idea of peace has become so bastardized in Christian circles today. The primary peace that the Christian faith offers is peace between man and God, reconciliation to our creator through faith in Jesus Christ, the only one who could live the perfect life we can't, the only one who could pay the penalty for sin that we can't. But if you listen carefully, you don't hear that much. Rather, you hear that the primary message of peace from scripture is horizontal peace between people, between nations. And what Jesus is saying is if you're committed to the vertical peace between man and God that the gospel offers, if you believe that's true, if you're going to hang your life on that, it's going to create division, not peace, division with many of the people you're surrounded by on this earth. Friends, these are hard things and there's no other way to interpret them. And these things are being misunderstood, under-understood, misrepresented, underrepresented among Christians today. Let's do our part to help our kids, our grandkids, other people in our lives who profess to be Christians to help them understand and come to terms with these very good truths that help us fill out the character of God, who he is and what he's about. And let's be thankful that through Christ, we're going to be on the right side of the fire. We're going to be on the right side of the division that is here now and that will increasingly come as time unfolds. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit 
benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.